Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Monday, May 9th. Police vaccine exemption requests looking a bit similar. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Ballots for the June 7th primary election are being mailed out this week. All active voters in California can now vote by mail or at any of the many voting centers around the county. If your voter registration is up to date, you should have received it by today. You can find election coverage and information at kpbs.org slash voterhub. The chair of the San Diego County Democratic Party says he's taking a leave of absence as potential criminal allegations against him are investigated. That's according to the San Diego Union-Tribune. Will Rodriguez-Kennedy made the announcement on Friday. He says the allegations are completely false and he intends to work to clear his name. Rodriguez-Kennedy didn't state the accusations against him, but his announcement follows Democratic activist Tasha Williamson posting a Facebook message suggesting that he had been accused of assault. Officials say there's no time frame on how long the investigation will take. The National Weather Service says you should prepare for temperature whiplash this week. During the week, temp highs in the 60s are expected. That's 10 to 20 degrees below normal for inland areas this time of year. Later in the week, the Weather Service is forecasting a heat wave with temperatures up in the 90s inland and 110 in the deserts. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hey, 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 this is Parker Edison, host of the Parker Edison Project on KPBS. The cool thing about joining KPBS is you make one simple donation, and that money ripples into supporting everything else you see and hear on KPBS, including podcasts like this one you're listening to right now, making a place for fresh voices and perspectives to be heard. And that's music to my ears. Become a member today. Just go to kpbs.org, click that blue Give Now button, and donate what you can, all right? Thanks. Most San Diego police officers who requested COVID-19 vaccine exemptions due to their religious beliefs gave heartfelt reasons for their requests. But were they genuine? KPBS investigative reporter Claire Tregesser reviewed police responses and found many of them were identical to each other, and they appeared to be copied and pasted from the internet. The impassioned plea came from a San Diego police officer. He was seeking a religious exemption from taking a COVID vaccine and wrote down his deeply held beliefs. It is my belief that God knew what he was doing and the body needs no fixing by mankind, he wrote, spelling it mankind with a D. A few sentences later, he also spelled the word hate with a TH. Oddly enough, another San Diego police officer apparently had the exact same religious conviction. The second officer's exemption application included identical wording, complete with the same spelling errors. That's just one example of uncanny similarities 
found by a KPBS review of 105 religious exemption forms that San Diego Police Department personnel filed with the city. In fact, more often than not, the passages appeared to be copied directly from sample religious exemption requests found on the Internet. Despite this, city officials have approved almost all 1,000 vaccine exemptions and only denied 16. Most responses stated that the COVID vaccine is in direct conflict with the Bible and referenced biblical passages. The most common come from 1 Corinthians, such as, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? Some of the ways that these texts are used in isolation, I think, stretch at the boundaries of what's a possible application. Kara Lyons-Purdue is a New Testament professor at Point Loma Nazarene University. She says searching for specific passages in the Bible to support an argument leads to misinterpretation. Like in the case of 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul is speaking to a group. Arguing against some pretty gratuitous sexual immorality going on in the community. It's not even food or or something that you would consume, or a medicine that's in reference. This is talking about sexual immorality. More than 75% of respondents said their religion did allow them to receive other vaccines, like tetanus shots, flu shots, and childhood vaccinations, just not COVID vaccines. When asked why, more than a dozen left the question blank, and 20 said they didn't know. Many others made the argument that only COVID vaccines are derived from fetal cells, which equated to abortion and murder, they said. But the vaccines themselves do not contain fetal tissue, and the Catholic Church supports the vaccines. If they were taking one of my classes, they would all be, you know, fail the class for plagiarism. Khaled Alexander is an English professor at San Diego City College and criminal justice reform advocate. It's it's just, it, it's blatant and in your face. The fact that police officers would copy answers from the internet to a question that asked about deeply held personal religious beliefs was disheartening to Alexander. He says it indicates that the police department plays by its own rules. The lack of consequences for them clearly, you know, uh, copy pasting and and, you know, finding whatever loopholes they can not to follow the law, uh, causing the question who holds the police accountable. City staffers who reviewed the request say language copied from the Internet could still reflect someone's personal religious beliefs. The city did not question the validity or sincerity of employee stated religious beliefs. Julie Perez-Rasco is the director of the city's Human Resources Department. Employees' personal, social, or political philosophies are those who reference personal preferences, beliefs, or fears of a secular nature were determined to not qualify as protected religious beliefs. Staff say it's not the city's role to judge where the wording came from. And that was KPBS investigative reporter Claire Tregesser. To read more police officers' responses to why they shouldn't have to take a COVID-19 vaccine, head to kpbs.org.
The mayor's proposed police budget came under scrutiny from the San Diego City Council on Friday. The city's pension fund has benefited from a strong stock market. And since pensions are part of the police budget, that means overall police spending would go down by $9 million. At the same time, the mayor is budgeting for raises to help retain more officers. Police Chief David Nislight says emergency call response times aren't so bad. Where we are faltering is more on the non-emergency calls, and I understand the community's frustration, but we are in the process of hiring quite a few. We're onboarding people every single week. Mayor Todd Gloria is also budgeting for 23 new civilian positions to enforce parking violations. Meanwhile, that same city council meeting was overshadowed by personal attacks from the police union. They were pointed at one council member in particular. More now from KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen. The Police Officers Association put out a statement accusing Councilmember Monica Montgomery Stepp of not prioritizing public safety and seeking to cut police funding. But at Friday's council meeting, she made clear she supports the mayor's proposed raises for police officers and 23 additional positions in the department. And Montgomery Stepp said she won't back down on reforms to combat well-documented racial disparities in policing. I live in black skin. I can't ignore it. Uh, I'm not going to ignore the statistics that give us an idea of the type of experience that in particular black and brown people uh, have in those interactions. And that was reporting from KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen. Coming up, California is one of the top states for rooftop solar, but it could do even more. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. I'm Beth Accomando, KPBS arts reporter and host of the Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm also a geeky gourmet who likes to bake food themed to the movies I watch, like chocolate blood to savor with Dracula, or an extra chewy Wookiee cookie to enjoy with Star Wars. I'm geeky about the things I love, and that makes me a public radio geek as well. I love being able to connect with audiences just like you through TV, radio, the web, and podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. So, are you a KPBS geek? If so, then I'm asking you to get in touch with your inner nerd and become a member of KPBS today. Just go to kpbs.org and click the blue Give Now button and make a donation. That's right. Let's geek out together about the things we love. California is one of the leaders in the nation for the number of homes with rooftop solar. But the state also has the potential for more. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has more. California ranks second in the nation when measuring solar panels on rooftops capable of installing photovoltaic systems. Nearly 4% of qualified buildings have them. 
that only trails Hawaii, where 12% of eligible roofs are covered. Corey Colleton is InMyArea.com's industry analyst. The company does consumer comparison research, and she says solar is a key strategy to keeping carbon out of the air. By reducing carbon, we would be reducing risk for people for respiratory ailments, for risks from excessive heat and other weather-related you know, illnesses and deaths. Colleton says there is still a huge potential for solar growth in California, but she says that growth will only happen if the financial incentives to install solar remain. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. A startup company spun off of research at UC San Diego has created a spray-on gel that prevents the heart from sticking to other organs during surgery. KPBS science and technology reporter Thomas Fudge tells us why that's important when a second surgery is needed. Sometimes the initial heart surgery goes wrong. Kids with congenital heart defects may need four or five surgeries during their lifetimes. And if the heart adheres to other organs during the first surgery, that creates internal scar tissue, and that can cut off access to the area that needs treatment when surgeons have to operate again. A new company called Karios has created a hydrogel that protects the heart after surgery, giving it time to heal. It's like spray paint, right? Gregory Grover is the CEO of Karyos. When you spray spray paint, it sprays the liquid and then it forms that shell. That's exactly what our product does. As the heart heals, that shell disintegrates. The company is seeking FDA approval for clinical trials on humans. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. School districts across San Diego County are preparing for hundreds of new preschool students this fall. They'll make up California's first universal transitional kindergarten class, better known as UTK. Since 2012, the state has funded transitional kindergarten for children who turn five years old between September 2nd and December 2nd. This fall, the age cutoff date will extend to February 2nd as the first stage in California's UTK program. Chula Vista Elementary School District is the largest elementary school district in the state. Rita Pillay is the Senior Director of Early Childhood Education there. But we'll be adding additional months each year until 2025-26, where it'll be all four-year-olds who turn four by September 1st will be allowed public education. It will become a whole new grade level. San Diego Unified started taking online applications for their program last week. Coronado Unified is still looking for public input before setting a start date. And Oceanside Unified has started registration. Finding qualified teacher candidates who are fluent in various languages isn't easy. Mesa College has a new program aimed at educating and supporting those who want to teach. It's called deber, which is a Spanish word that means duty or responsibility. Vanessa Stone has been a participant in the Mesa College deber program since it started three years ago. Them not having English as their first language 
is not a disability. If anything, it's something that's going to help them later in life and that they can do anything. The Mesa College program is expected to expand to City College. It's already partnered with Southwestern College and San Diego State, where Vanessa Stone plans to transfer within a year so she can start reaching students caught in the bilingual gap. Last year, the annual bighorn sheep count in the Anza Borrego Desert was canceled when a volunteer died of heat exposure. Now, KPBS reporter Claire Tregesser says the citizen scientist effort is back. This will be the 50th year that volunteers will drive to the desert and spend all day counting sheep. The census is done every July when the high temperatures drive bighorn sheep down to watering holes where they can be easily counted. Mark Jorgensen is a longtime volunteer. We get a good, uh, you know, snapshot of the the vigor of that uh, part of the demographics that um, we're out monitoring about 18 to 20 different water sources in the hottest time of the summer. There will be plenty of safety precautions, including a mandatory training for new counters and lots of reminders to get a person to safety at the first sign of heat stress. Claire Tregesser, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day.